The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. In this Medjinomics today, we are going to join a friend of Medjugorje from a talk he gave on December 10th, 2019. The first part of this talk aired in the Medjinomics program this past December, and today we're going to hear the second half of that talk. A friend of Medjugorje prepares minimally for his talks because he wants to give maximum room for the Holy Spirit to speak and inspire him with topics to address those who are gathered there with him for each individual event. Halfway through his December 10th talk, he took an unexpected right turn and broached the topic of child-rearing, a subject near and dear to his own heart, because raising children today is so full of confusion for a lot of people. And yet raising children to meet the challenges of a brave new world that we're all facing is vitally important that parents get it right. Many of those who attended his talk came up to a friend of Medjugorje to thank him for sharing this so needed information and to encourage them to take philosophies that oftentimes go against the current of the culture. 
So without further ado, we join a friend of Medjugorje from his December 10th, 2019 talk given in the Tabernacle of Our Lady's Messages. Our Lady said, October 24th, 1988, Dear children, your mother wants to call you to pray for the young of the whole world. That means we got a worldwide problem. You think, oh, well, they're better over here in this country or whatever. No, Satan was coming into the youth all over the world. And for the parents of the whole world, so that they know how to educate their children. Why would she say that? So they know how to educate your children. Meaning, a negative side of that is, why do they have to know that? It's because... We don't know that. And the things that were going to be coming on that grab the children's minds and educate them in the public school system, the universities, all these things. Parents, oh, I, I got to send my kids to college. I told my kids from day one, from little kids, you will never go to college. I will never pay for it. And I trained them not to do that. And none of the seven have done that. One's in heaven. It destroys the kids. Well, they have to have that. I tell you what, I take any college student, put them against any of these kids here. Even their social skills. There's somebody here who had a cell phone ringing the first day here. You may, I'm not saying this, I won't pick you out because I won't embarrass you. But Lucy, she's eight. She hears that bell, she walks right over there and she says, cell phones aren't allowed in the field. You're not supposed to do that. Take that back out. Now, if I said that, or even you said that, oh, okay. Boy, do they think I'm... Our kids are very forward. They know what's right or wrong, and they have no scruples. We have a lot of vendors because we have a lot of products, and so the different people come in. They'll meet them out there in the parking lot, and there'll be four or five little kids, little kids, because other kids in school, they'll stand there 10 or 15 minutes talking to them. Last time I saw it happen, this guy comes, he says, I've never seen kids engage adults. It was amazing, and they're shocked. But I'm saying this only because our kids have social skills that there's no barrier, there's no wall that they can't talk to somebody. We had one family left here, I've been here for years, and the father came back to me a few months later and said that all my family cannot believe, he was nine years old, that his social skills. See, we got our kids locked here. We don't let them go play sports and go to movies and do all these things, and we'll shelter them. And yet they can talk to anybody about anything, except what we would censor. Our Lady showed us this way. We educate our children. We're not going to let the culture do it. And if they're around other kids, they will be teaching your kids, or your kids, and our kids, bad things. Our Lady protected baby Jesus, the youth Jesus, the teenage Jesus. And yet he knew everything in the temple. I know everything. What do you want me to go home for? Okay, Mama, I'll go. And it says he was obedient. Obedience is everything. Our kids here, there's not a question about obedience. Because if they do something and they even balk at it, there's peer pressure from the adults. My dad was talking about stories when he was a kid, and if you busted a window somewhere, so baseball, three blocks away, they would spank you. They didn't even know you. Corporal punishment disappears when you have peer pressure. 
When all the kids go to the statue at apparition time, the babies, when they're two weeks old, they're out there. And the children, not the mom, not the dad, takes that baby to the statue of Our Lady during apparition time. Children, when they turn two, every one of them will start pitching a fit that one with their mama there. And when they started, I told the mama, you, you stay here, leave it alone. And the kids keep them there. And they'll go through about two or three days or five days, even a week, of screaming. But the peer pressure of the children keeps them there, and they don't question it. That's where they do have to go down. They still play there, but they know there's something happening at that moment in apparition time. That one right there was screaming there. He runs back. Tell them what I said to you. I said, you're letting him win. you got to break it. Every one of the kids will do that. They're going to test the adults. But we don't know how to educate our children. Our lady is teaching us that. Your mother wants to call you to pray for the young of the whole world, for the parents of the whole world, so they may know how to educate their children and how to lead them to life with good advice. Who gives the advice to your children? Are you more than the 50% or are they more than 50% being fed by something else? The world, cell phones, the school system, the sports things, all these things, they're all trained. You're minimized as a parent. You don't have control over your children. You say, well, my children are grown. you got grandchildren. And yeah, you might have battles with your kids because they don't want to raise them different. My dad, Italian, my mom, we love to go eat pasta on Sundays. When I started going to Medjugorje, they had the TV. We got rid of it. I quit going over there. They're only 20 minutes away. Because I know I could not raise my children the way I wanted them to grow them up and form them with that competing with them. And I loved my dad. I had a good relationship. It was fun going over there. But that's one thing I gave up. And my two or three older ones would go spend the night. I stopped all that. Because I had to get them away from things that's not so super bad, but it wasn't under the influence of Our Lady. So I had to cut that. And it was very difficult, but I achieved that, and everybody else here has done the same thing. So you can see this, and you can watch these children. If your children have been here over and over and over, they love coming here. Why? Because there's freedom. The way to raise a baby is every day, micro, give them another freedom. We have people getting freedom when they're five years old to do things they should never have freedom to do. And then if you stop that, then you're resistant, so they become disobedient. you got nine years old doing things, that's what adults are doing. But if every day, micro, you give a little more freedom, they never feel oppression. That's what he wants you to know. Give them God. Let them pray around the rosary. Let them scream. Let them holler. Let them do whatever they want to do. Let them bang rocks out there. None of the youth are told to pray the rosary. It's natural. We don't have to tell them what to do because every day we give them more freedom and they come to their own reason, their own choice, their own decision. you got to educate your children that they make right choices. And you have to do them, bring them at two weeks of old, no matter how cold it is. That's part of our life. They're there. They're used to conditions, hard conditions. We were out there in Hurricane Yvonne, trees falling all over the place. We've been out there where lightning struck the ground, we felt it. We've literally been blown over. But we go out there. 
all the conditions. But it's a beautiful thing the way we live. It all came from a lady, plus the way I was raised in the neighborhood and some good men around us. Philip Sessions, a Nazarene preacher, was our neighbor. He taught me more about Catholicism by teaching me about being a Nazarene. Very moral man, very defining, very explaining politics. We called it M-Tree philosophy because when our dad's cars come up or the truck on the hill, we all could be playing football out in the streets, where we ever do. So we'd hear their vehicles. They'd come up, and they had two or three lounge chairs, and the dads would sit there and tell us the whole thing about what's going on downtown during the 63 riots, every, everything on the news, everything in the world. They were, uh, my dad was a World War II veteran. We heard these stories, and we were glued to them, literally glued to them. You don't have that anymore. Cell phones blocked that. TV blocked that. Games, all these things, not there after school. And I learned a lot of philosophy, a lot of things about these men. And we literally sat on the ground at their knees. And they would talk an hour, hour and a half until the moms called us all to dinner and we ran in. And the kids aren't getting this. They don't hear it. You're not passing anything on. So the, the world, they will know how to be educate their children. Not the kids and how to be educated, but you educate how to lead them in life for good advice. Because they were always given that because they were given the same political situation, the president or whatever. We watched Kennedy get killed. We watched uh, Oswald shoot him alive. And then they defined all this for us. But we don't have no defining. You're depending on the school to do it. Don't let your teachers do that. I don't care how good they are. The books are bad. My oldest son, he brings back home a book. And it says in there, a Catholic book, saying that Thomas More, who confronted the king, who was going to marry, get a divorce, and he wouldn't sign off on it, so they put him in jail. And the book says from there that he was executed because the Catholic Church wouldn't grant the king what he needed to have. They sided with the king when the whole Anglican Church broke away. And this is in the books. This is in the 80s. You don't even know what your children's books are saying and now what they're teaching and all this abominable stuff. It's dangerous to be in schools today. Very dangerous. You say, what can I do? Well, just what we did. We're the future, and you're going to have to do that. And it's going to become a choice, or it's going to come out force. Those things are going to happen. You say, well, this is troubling because I can't do that. Well, it would trouble me. I went through a lot of difficulties. I had a reporter right there saying to me, he says, don't you think you're sheltering your kids? Because we talked about the sports, and we pulled them out of that, and my kids were always very athletic. And I says, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm sheltering them. But I'm sheltering them with something else. You can't take these things away without feeling it. And that was one of my big concerns. But I trusted Our Lady, showing me, you get out of these things. Take your kids away from these things. Change these things. And I knew she would have to feel, I can't have an empty cup because the devil could get in it. But she filled it up and changed it to something else. And our kids prosper, and they still prosper today. So Our Lady's teaching these things. Pray, dear children, the situation of the young is difficult. Help them. Help parents who don't know and who give bad advice. It's not that you have to give them bad advice. It's that you don't do anything and you let somebody else give them bad advice. Our structure is deformed. It's not conducive to raising children. 
agrarian life, parents together, single consecrated women, single consecrated men, is a perfect environment for them. Perfect. We're imperfect. And I always say we're living a perfect way of life imperfectly. So we fail with it. So it's not always heaven here. Because our lady said, a message, God gives you difficulties in your daily chores to test you. So it's not that everything's going to be okay and hunky-dory. But the consolations and the joys that we have in life as a result of our life is contentment. A beautiful contentment. The kids have this. August 14th, I would like to see the future parents in the families work. W-O-R-K, work and pray as much as they can with their children. Why? So they can, from day to day, strengthen their spirits. Our kids cannot even understand how there's no God. It's there. He's there. Our Lady is there. It's so natural. It's so real. There's never doubts. They're not going to give them their 14 like, is there a God? They know there's a God. You raise them that way. And it's through your witness. It's through your prayers. And it's not through long exercises like the rosary when you sit in your living room expecting them to sit there. They're not going to like that. The big word here, though, I would like to see in the future parents in the families. I'd like to see in the future, meaning it's not happening right now. And it's diminishing right now. Right now... I'm telling you so that future parents in the families will work and pray as much as they can with their children so they can, from day to day, strengthen the spirits. The big key here is work. We're launching our annual plea for our funds, which is the money to help sustain the community itself. We got a lot of pictures in there this time, and it's really about the kids. The kids are always with us in work, around us. But it's their life, and they sit on the dozers with us. So our life is encompassing all these things about the messages that people would never relate them to. We translated these things into how we're going to live, how we're going to raise our children. You say, well, I can't do that. I don't have machines. It's true, because you're not next to the soil. But where we're going is next to the soil, and you're going to have that by choice or by force. We're not going to stay where we are. And they said July 31st, 1989. Tonight, especially, I would like to invite all the parents in the world to find time with their children and family. Is that happening? If you get together in the living room and they got their cell phones, are you sitting together? Are they all isolated on the little island of their little games or what they're doing? May they offer love to their children. May this love that they offer be parental and motherly love. I'm convinced that our lady is here first for the women, secondly for the men. She gave a message one Christmas that she says, I will bless all the mothers on Christmas Day. Jesus will bless the rest. Why did she do that? Why does she say that? Because they're special? They're getting that? No, it's because they need that. We got motherhood messed up today. We got womanhood messed up today. This whole feminism stuff and all these things is straight from hell. It's usurpation of the whole structure of the family. And so here it is, paralleling this other message. I'm going to bless not just the mothers, just me. 
May they offer love to their children. May this love that they offer, it's talking with parents, be parental. She didn't say fatherly. She said be parental and motherly love. She slants it to the mother. Why? Because when the woman changes and she gets more virtuous, more modest, more poised, then the man is not excused by what her behavior is instead of lording over him. And you know all these principles to how to change your husband. And it works because the Bible works. What the scripture says is what you have to believe in. In Romans, it talks about these things. In Romans, it says, Detest what is evil, cling to what is good. We have many, many evil things today, but the appearance of good, the appearance of it is good. That's Romans 12, 9. And it adds from there, Love one another with the affection of brothers. In chapter 13, it says, Obedience to authority. And that's one of the problems in the family today. It's a problem in the whole world today. Let everyone obey the authorities that are over him. This is the Bible. This is infallible. You have to do this. Who's over you? What's your boss? What's your position? You've got to define the authority. You've got to know who's in authority. You've got to go to that. There's a guy, mouse holder. He was a Protestant. He did incredible marriage retreats. And he, and he told the story, whenever he goes to these churches, the first thing he would do, he would, they greeted him, whoever it was, says, who here is in charge? Take me him. And then they would go to him and be the pastor or somebody else. He says, what do you expect of me? What do you want me to do? He's immediately submitting himself to that authority because he don't have authority over them. The king of England would not even cross over the threshold of a peasant's house without being invited in his permission. Because as king, I don't have the authority to do that. We've lost the value of authority. And this starts back in the family. You can't have two teachers teaching the same thing when they contradict each other. you got a math teacher comes in and starts teaching this about the equations. And then another math one says, this is the way you do it. And they just said, no, the other said, you want to do it this way. And the next day, they come back in, they're splitting the class, and this method, this is how you go fix this equation. Then the other teacher comes in and says, no, that's not the way to do it. This is the way to do it. How do we have a husband telling the kids one thing and a mother telling them another thing? She's got to go with the authority. That's what caused bipolar personalities. Because they're half the mom, half the dad. If they're one, they got a good personality. And I believe that. It's that simple. It's a split in the family. You come one, find out who's in charge, and the questions the kid comes to you, challenge the mom, and the dad's not there, she's in charge. She's his authority. And she can simply say by giving examples of teaching, like the two math teachers, you have one teaching and one teaching obedience. All authority, not some of it, not 99% of it, let everyone obey the authorities that are over him. For there is no authority except from God. 
this is from God. This isn't from me. This is an opinion. This is not some philosophers talking about, oh, this is the way to run it. God set that up. And that ends A Friend of Medjugorje's December 10th, 2019 discussion on raising children. A Friend of Medjugorje's philosophies, as you've heard, are based in reason, his own experiences, biblical teachings, and Our Lady's messages. They're not always easy to apply, but in following through with his advice, you get good results. Just to look ahead towards next week, a friend of Medjugorje has a special that he's been working on that we strongly encourage that you listen in. It will be a week from today, on Thursday, January 23rd. It's very eye-opening, so join us next week. On behalf of a friend of Medjugorje, Medjugorje.com, Caritas of Birmingham, and the community of Caritas, goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.